Which they were. I mean, they were, but not no more. Well, they don't need to anymore. Brooke Lopez is back, baby. Yeah, buddy. And now the strongest team in the East is probably the Bucks, in my opinion. Um, but yeah. I don't disagree with you. I still think they're going to the finals. Yeah, I think it might be a Remax. Uh, Remax. Yep. It's going to be a Remax, <laughs> folks. That's it. That's the title. We buy houses? It's going to be houses? a Remax, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, sorry. Coming out hot. Coming out hot. Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, you know, I, you know, you don't, you don't realize how hard life is when you lose your computer. It's uh, first world problems, but uh, man, my life changed when I lost that computer. Yeah, you don't get to complain. You literally were at, you were, you had courtside seats to a game. So I did. Like, I did. Jonas Valanciunas is so big, and Brandon Ingram is so skinny. <laughs> It's crazy, like you know, like you're like, oh, Brandon, I'm skinny, and then you see him person, you're like, oh my god, how is it that he doesn't break every time somebody plays like somewhat hard defense on him? Like, well, he I feel is like so that's what small. they say about Kevin Durant too. Kevin Durant's just wiry. True, true. I've never seen him that close. I've seen him in person, but I've never seen him that close. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh my god, he's so small, he's gonna break. Yeah, and the only time I ever saw him, it was kind of cold outside, so he was under uh, a thick jacket. So couldn't really see it's like there's a big jacket around him he had a hoodie up it's like that's the move it's smart then no one knows what your actual size is it's yeah, a smart that's the skinny, skinny guy move that's the move, <laughs> skinny guy move. layers yeah. layers people that's how it works um well let's talk a little bit about that how was how was fucking courtside man like cool it was shit. cool man it was a cool experience um you know i told you and tad offline but like I, so the obviously the Pelicans are terrible. I have been looking at tickets for a couple of weeks just to see like, oh, are they in town? And if so, like how much are the tickets? And then as I got closer, I'm like, just out of curiosity, just for fun, let's just see how much are courtside seats? Because in Chicago for like a shitty game, they're like five grand. So you're just like, okay, let's just see like how much. And I looked and it was like three. I think when I first started looking, it was like four hundred. I was just like, all right, that's not not a lot of money to me, but. It's not like for courts, like you're just like 400. Like, I might have to pull the trigger on that. And then, as I got closer and closer and closer, you're just like, shit, man, like it's getting cheaper. By the time I got to New Orleans, it was down to 330. And then I was going to pull the trigger that day, but the guy who drove the lift um, when I first got there was like, hold off, like wait until like an hour before the game, check the tickets again, because like when they get closer to game time and they're not selling out, like they will drop the prices. I was like, all right, cool. So I kept waiting, kept waiting, took his advice. Right about an hour before, they dropped down to 170. I'm like, sold. Bye. <laughs> uh, so after taxes, it was only like 200 bucks. You're like, holy shit, this is the craziest thing ever. But it's a really interesting experience. You kind of like go in and like they give you wristbands and like you have to like kind of like go through all these like secret ways and like secret like tunnels that only certain people can go down and this and that. And like um, they're checking your wristband like the whole time, which is valid and un- like necessary. Yeah, for sure. I um, there's free food. There's just like, it's just, it's awesome. It's so cool. Um, and then, you you know, then you're sitting courtside. I was sitting next to a six-year-old and I'm like, dude, you have no idea what this is. Like, you have no idea how long I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting <laughs> for this pretty much since I was your age, you little piece of shit. Now, he was pretty funny. He was asking some really good questions. Like, at one point, I had a couple drinks in me, but he, he kept asking his mom questions. And he asked one question. And I'm like... I want to watch games with you forever. Like you just ask the best questions. You just ask the best questions. Like just the best. Questions. What were the questions he was asking? He was asking questions about like what a foul is, and like his mom was like, "Well, it's when they like when they uh, what did she say? She goes like it's when they they um, 
have like unnecessary unnecessarily like more contact than 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 you know than they need to and he goes well what what does it mean what do you mean unnecessary contact i'm like that's a great question what does that mean i have no idea like how do you define unnecessary contact i don't know the kids be gonna become a ref (laughs) dude i was just like damn this guy this kid's on shit man that's that's the origin story of a future referee NBA ref right there. Yep. That yep. That's, that's how that's how Mark Davis was as a baby. Just like <laughs> yeah. define define unnecessary. Yeah. I don't know that I agree. <laughs> I need that defined for <laughs> me first. And then I'll decide if that's true or not. That's it. But it was cool, man. It was a really cool experience. Like of all the things that I did in New Orleans, that might have been the coolest thing that I did in New Orleans by far. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I went that sounds like a lot of fun. I gotta go to New Orleans. I've never been there. And also I also might be able to get really cheap tickets one day yeah. if I were to go. Um, who knows? They, Zion might be coming back, so that team might be might be getting good. No, but I don't let's know. take it easy. They're what are they right now? They're tenth place, twenty eight and forty. They're like they're two games behind the Lakers for ninth. Yeah. I mean, they went on a little bit of a run there, though, but they're still the Pelicans. Like, yeah, they don't have a lot CJ, of depth. CJ got hurt again, so yeah, um, we'll see what happens. Hey, you know what? We're just talking NBA. Might as well say what's up, everybody, and welcome to. NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. Mostly we just talk shit. We did just truthfully talk NBA shit, but we didn't talk about referees today. And mm-hmm. Jay getting, uh, apparently the, you have to walk through weird tunnels for courtside seats. I, I guess it yeah. kind of makes sense. If it was really easy to get to those seats, there's probably a lot of people who would sneak on. So it kind of makes sense to be like a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, you, you have you to. Got, you got free food too, right? Oh yeah, the whole game. Oh. Was it good food it's, or just like whatever? It was pretty solid. It was good food. I was just like, okay, this is this okay. is better than this is better than popcorn. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know what? I'm Let me like, take that back. I love popcorn. I don't want to slander popcorn. Good. I love popcorn. No, I get it, but like it's New Orleans. They're kind of famous for being good at food. So I was like, ooh, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and I just realized uh, I just continued talking and didn't introduce myself. My name's Nikki Kiles. I'm your host, aka. Ricky Vapo Rubio. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Put it on your feet when you're sick. That's what my abuela taught me. Mm-hmm. And on your chest uh, and up your and nose your chest, and all that stuff. Yeah, all those places. It all heals places. everything. It's the Latin version of Windex from my Big Fat Greek wedding. That's exactly right. Vapo goes on everything. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> that is perfect. Um, <laughs> and obviously Ty's not here because he would have yelled by now uh, at Jay's yelling earlier. So that means it's just, just my brother from the same mother. It is me, guys. I'm back. It's Jay Keyless, a.k.a. Greg Poppin' Bottles, bitch. Yeah. Poppin' Bottles, bitch. That's what I should have said. I should have yeah. emphasized the bitch at the end. Of uh, we'll talk cool. about that in a second because first, I mean, great nickname, by the way. But Thanks. first, it's time for another, uh, what are they called? Friendly match, right? Is that what they call it in yeah, Premier friendly. League? Friendly. Yeah. Uh, this does not count kind of game of the random <laughs> stack quiz. Random stack quiz. Oh, I like that one. That's new. I Thank like you. that. Thank you. That, Thank that, you that I like a lot, actually. So the day that we are currently recording is 314, which is March 14th, but also known as Pie Day. <clears throat> uh, and I love pie. I feel like it's a victory dessert, uh, much like cake. Uh, I feel like there's probably, I don't know if there's any place where you get pie for victory now that I think about it. Say it out loud and realize it doesn't work. Whatever. I like pie a lot. Uh, The number's also cool. I just know the 3.145 is the only thing in my head right now, if I'm being honest. I don't know. I have no idea. I used to know a lot of it. After four, I don't know shit. I used to know a pretty good amount of it. 
then it gets it starts gets into like nine six nine six and like other numbers start. I'm just like, damn, I'm never gonna remember all this. This just keeps going. Um, but what I wanted to know is, though not a actual holiday, I want to know. Can you tell me what NBA team has had the most wins on Pi Day? <laughs> Are you wow? Okay, all time, huh? Yeah. Or or since Pi Day has been a thing. Um, well, I just put, I just literally searched most wins on March 14th. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics. Uh, new. They Damn are. It. They're 10th place. Okay. 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 They've had 16 wins. All right. Let me get one more guess. One more guess. I'm going to go with the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks, no. Sorry, my good man. They are ninth, just above the Celtics. So close. So here's the, the one clue I'll give you. It is a tie for first place, and it's one east and one west. Ooh. Okay. Well, that's that's a clue. Uh, <laughs> does, it, it, it doesn't help me get any closer. No, it doesn't help you, but it just lets you know that you could choose two different teams and it would work. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm going to go with... Uh, let's go with the Lakers. It's boring, but I'll go with the Lakers. Okay. That is correct. Yes. They're tied. Um, they got 21 wins. Can you tell me what East team they are tied with? I'm going to go with the Sixers. No, the Sixers are actually eighth all time. Damn it. I'm just like climbing up that list. Yeah, you're climbing up. Um, you know, it's very funny. Eighth all time, the 76ers. You had picked them eighth for this year, Washington Wizards. 21 games in which they won. Wow. Um, yeah. I would not have guessed them. They've done it. They've won it on three less games than the Lakers. But one of the games that they played, I believe, I think they had an overtime game because the minutes per game is pretty close. Oh, wait, that's average. Duh. So never mind. Of course, the minutes per game is average. Uh They might just had like one or two games. That was an overtime for the Lakers instead, actually. No, no, the Wizards. The Wizards played more minutes. Sorry. But yeah, so that's a little interesting thing there. Uh and I'm now realizing that was from 80 to now. So there, there's your answer. It was at the bottom of the list uh, from 80 to now. Um, yeah, so the Wizards and the Lakers have both won 21 games. Uh, let's talk a little bit based off of your nickname. Let's move on over to that. Greg Poppin' Bottles, bitch. Greg Popovich is now the most winningest coach <laughs> in NBA history. Uh, do you think like Do you think this is something that's going to ever be passed? I think I think we talked about this when we talked about like the greatest coaches of all time and like the only coaches that are currently coaching that were on the list, which was Eric Spolstra and Doc Rivers. I think if anybody has a chance, it's probably Eric Spolstra because he's pretty young and he's been coaching for a while. Yes. Um, and I don't see him going anywhere. I mean, like you know, they're they're top seed in the East now. They can you know they kind of continue to to be relevant. He continues to do a great job, and I don't know. I think I mean he's Pat Riley's boy, and as long as Pat Riley's around, I don't see how they let him go. But also, too, like, he's shown to be one of the better coaches in the NBA. So, like, even if he doesn't – what's what's cool about Pop is that, like, he did it with one team. Like, mm. that is incredible. Yeah. That is an incredible feat. Which, I will say, there's also a chance that Spilcher does it all with one team. Maybe. But that's – I guess that was going to be my point, right? Like, if he ever leaves uh, Miami, Miami, like, he will be the number one candidate for mm. coaching hires on the market immediately. So, like – I think he probably has the best chance to beat him. The the one thing is, is outside of the years with the Heatles, and granted, he's still young in his, his coaching career, so there's a lot of time for this, but like outside of that period with the Heatles, which was what, like four years? Yeah. Um, 
he hasn't had any like major majorly successful teams. I mean, they had like a one seed. Well, no, they weren't even a one seed with the with with uh, with Jimmy Butler. I think they were like a four seed that year when they went to the finals. So like, uh, yeah, they were four seed. I'm trying so to. They, pull they up haven't had right besides now. besides his his period with the Heatles. He hasn't been a one seed, and and I think what helped pop is that he had a lot of one seeds during that period, um, or at least like top three seeds, which means that you're at least at least getting you know fifty eight to sixty three victories a season. I have to say this real quick. I'm looking at Eric Spolstra. He started in oh eight oh nine. At the age of thirty-eight, uh, his the least amount of wins he's ever gotten in a season was the fourteen-fifteen season, thirty-seven wins. Is that that's the year right after LeBron leaves, right? Mm, yeah, I think LeBron so. was done thirteen-fourteen, and then he went back. Yeah, and that was the season where they started off really bad, and, and then, then like back. had like a run during the season and just missed the playoffs. And then the year right after that, forty-eight wins. But like he's had, you know, yes, the best one he's had so far, sixty-six wins in the twelve-thirteen. Um, but he has had very, very winning seasons without the Lakers, just not, I mean, without the Lakers, without the Heatles, uh, just not, uh, as much. He, cause 58 wins in 2010, 2011, that's when, that's when LeBron started, right? 10, 11. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. yeah, 58 wins and then also 54 wins in 13, 14. Those are like the only other times he's gotten at least 50 wins. But the, I think this Heat team's about to get to, is probably going to get to 50 this year. They're at what, 45 right now? Yeah, I would imagine they probably get there. Yeah, they're forty-five and twenty-four. They're they're winning five more games at least. So he's gonna have another fifty-win season at least. But yeah, Greg yeah. Popovich. They said that he might play one more season. Yeah, which I is mean, possible. Play. Which is you know he's gonna Coach. he's gonna yeah play. Yep. <laughs> he's gonna you know he's gonna create a bigger a, a larger distance between you know himself and whoever competes against him. But uh, yeah, I mean it's incredible. Like I said, um, just the fact that. Just like I said, the fact that he did it with one team is incredible. Yeah. And I think at this rate, like, it's hard to argue that he's not the greatest coach in NBA history. Yeah, no, I think that's kind of solidified. I also d- didn't know this, but he was the GM before he became the coach. He was, he yeah. He fired the that, coach and then became yeah, and the dr- coach. drafted Tim Duncan. He's just like, oh, I'll just do it now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to become the coach. <laughs> and then, I mean, hey, it went, it went well for him. Oh, which is wonderful. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so let's uh let's pivot away from doing well. Uh last night for uh, us now, two nights ago for you listeners or maybe even longer. I don't know. You might take a week to listen to the episode. I fucking know. <laughs> could, you it could take us a week to, to edit it. Who knows, you know? True, who knows. Uh <laughs> I I was I plan on going grocery shopping tomorrow. I might forget to edit and then <laughs> it just never comes out. Uh but anyways, um the Los Angeles Lakers got the living shit kicked out of them by the Phoenix Suns. Um, they have not been playing well at all. That last game, what was the score? It was 140 to 111. The Suns scored the most points that they had scored all season. Uh, they also scored the most points they ever scored in a half all season, uh, on, uh, for the first half of the game. Uh, it was an ass whipping through and through. Um, and yet again, Russell Westbrook had, did not play good, and stories have come out lately that he is tired of all of the different booing. There's, I mean, we talked about a little bit. There's been death threats, which is kind of fucked up as always. Uh, but he's tired of the not, Westbrook. Not kind of always, always it's, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, uh, and yeah, he's tired of the Westbrook. But he also he has not been playing very well. Um, 
Sources have said he's not going to be a Laker next season. They're going to figure out a way to get him out of there, and it's like a mutual decision. What's up with Russell Westbrook, and where do you think he's heading off to? I mean, look, anyone who has the like the just like the audacity to threaten somebody over sports, family. let alone their family, like you're a piece of shit. And honestly, like you should go to jail. You should go to jail. You're a fucking piece of shit to threaten death on somebody over basketball or basketball. Come on, bro. Stop that shit. It's, it's fucking, it's lame. It's weak. It's, it's uncalled for. It's unnecessary. Now, on the other side of that, for Russell Westbrook, and this has been said ad nauseum, but like, dude, like you're a professional basketball player. You've been bad. And the thing that makes everybody like, I think the thing that I haven't really heard a lot of people talk about, but even though it's kind of well known is like Oklahoma city protected him and Kevin Durant to no end. Like they, there's like, there's, there's been lots of stories in the past about like what the front office in Oklahoma city allows the press to do out there and like what they can write, what they can't write, who they get to talk to, who they don't get to talk to. They really protect their stars. And I don't know if that's still the case, but when KD and Russ were there, they protected the shit out of them. So the moment that they got out of Oklahoma City, it was just like, oh, man, why is everybody so mean to me? And it's just like, well, this is just how the press works in bigger markets, man. Like, And, you know, for Russ now, like, you're in L.A., dude. It's the, it's the second biggest market, arguably the biggest market in all of NBA, dumb. And, like, you've always kind of been a dick with – the press and you've yeah. always been very dismissive about like he's always had this like even this season he was like don't you know who i am like he's always kind of had that like don't you know who my dad is like attitude about himself and it makes it to the it, like it makes it so that like when you don't play well and you don't own it this is what you get and here's the thing Westbrick is a great nickname very and so nickname. it's gonna take off and so you as a professional athlete have to accept that you have not played to your expectations and you have been terrible. And I think like, look, the NBA is a brotherhood. And so these dudes are coming out here and they're going to defend him. And they're going to say, look, man, like they forget you when it's bad. Blah, 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 blah. When the fact of the matter is we've seen this a few times. We've seen this with AI. We saw this with Carmelo for a period, which is like, dude, you're just not the yeah. dude you used to be. And so like ease off the whole don't you know who i am like narrative and accept the fact that you have played like shit this entire year you were the worst three-point shooter in the nba you continue to make errant passes that are bad and you are an absolute zero on the defensive end like you're just not who you used to be and you could take the route of i need to be better or you can take the defensive route which is the route that you've chosen and so you've you've made your bed You've made your bed. And this is a this is a storied franchise. Like, this is one of the most storied franchises in NBA history. And you come in and shit all over them by playing like shit and then poo-pooing the whole thing. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, ah, whatever. At the end of the day, I go back to my family. Like, th- this is LA, man. They, the, the Lakers fans are fucking crazy. And so for you to, like, go to the City and poo-poo it, it's just, you know. Again, a lot of the other shit is, like, the the... The death threats and all that, that is uncalled for. It's unnecessary. It's not okay at all. But you as a professional athlete, this is par for the course, dude. You get paid to play a game. And this is the reality. You're not playing well. So fucking deal with it. Yeah, he's playing. I mean, his averages are... his. The one thing that's really low is obviously... Well, free throws and three-point percentage. Uh, Career, he's a 78% from free throw and 30% from three. This season, he's 66 from the free throw and 27 from three. So... Those are dropped off. His field goal percentage is on par for his career average, and so is his rebounds. His assists is pretty close, and his points are a little bit under. 
because uh, he, he has some games where he'll go off and have like a vintage performance, and then games where he is just crap in the bed. Yeah, he has not played very well. And fuck, you are correct. Westbrook is a Westbrook is a good nickname. It's the best. It's the best. Like it's, it's so like shitting on somebody nickname I've ever heard. Fuck, it's so and good. it's so it's so appro- like it's just so appropriate. Yeah, because yeah, he, he has not. Dude, the game started, he hit one off the side of a backboard and one off the back of the rim, and I was just like, he needs to drive more. And then he did, and he scored like twice in a row with, with, through, by driving. He, and he can still do that. He can still do that. Like, he's still a supreme athlete, but yeah. everything else he does is bad. And everybody thought like, oh, well, he'll play with LeBron, and like, maybe he'll just like play second fiddle. He's fucking Russell Westbrook, man. He's, he's, he's Allen Iverson 2.0. He's not going to play second fiddle. You're going to play the way that Russell Westbrook wants to play. And it's the only, this is the thing. If you look at his last two stops, it started bad, like really, really bad. And then the teams were like, all right, well, we just got to build this team around what Russ is capable of doing. And then it got better. But here's the thing. You don't get to do that when you play with LeBron. No. And you only get to do that when you are a subpar team. And it worked with Russ, or pardon me, with James Harden to an extent because James Harden and Russ, to a certain extent, play a similar style of basketball, which is that they dribble the air out of the basketball. It's ISO heavy. They drive and dish. That's what they do. The only thing is that James Harden can actually shoot and pass is much better. So, like, he's more akin to that. So you could kind of, like, split the the lineups where you can kind of, like, you know, section off their minutes and play them a little bit together. And they can both play in that in that way. It, it, it worked a little bit in Washington because Bradley Beal also can kind of play off the ball and like can wait yeah. for his shots and like he it worked really, a little bit. Like he's but he's again, great at catch and shoot. So it's but like those were those that. were middling teams that season when he played in Houston. They were a, what a four seed, I think. Like yeah, I don't think they were very good. And they I mean, lose to was, Oklahoma City. Like he was with Chris a, Paul. Yeah, he was a uh, yeah. You were right fourth. He was an All Star that year. So I mean, you got that going for him. But yeah, he yeah. wasn't. I mean, it was just an okay season. No, he's bad, and you don't get to do this with LeBron, dude. So you either have to like. You have to adjust or this team's going to fail. It's been a massive, 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 like, failure. This team is absolutely terrible. They made no changes during the offseason that, like, or pardon me, during the trade deadline that would have, like, improved their standings. They got rid of DeAndre Jordan, which I guess helped them a little bit. It's not like he was helping them. So it was kind of a net zero. Were they put like DJ Augustine? I think so. Yeah, right. it's just like a backup point, but they're like they're bad, man. Yeah, their front they, office is making terrible decisions. Like it's just Stanley a bad Johnson, team because he did not look good last night. He was, no, he's been okay for them, but like you know, he was a ten day contract guy that turned into a yeah. right, stay here for the rest of the year. But this is how bad things are. They had Stanley Johnson's playing a lot. Stanley Johnson couldn't make most rosters in the NBA. He started last night. That's what I'm saying. Like he was, he's like yeah, playing. He a was lot. at the four. He was at the four. Uh, going up against DeAndre Ayton though on defense, and then LeBron was the five. Yeah, and see also, the thing is, like, like when they, can we they talk like about when they put LeBron bit, there, LeBron, bad. LeBron fucking like <laughs> there was multiple sequences in the first quarter, like within the first five minutes of the game, where it was a missed shot or a bad play on offense, and he just started walking it down to defense, and it was like a five on four, five on three for the Suns. They beat the shit out of them, dude. It was an absolute shellacking, like an absolute shellacking. We talked about this before, and we've been talking about this a while. I think by April 1st, LeBron shuts it down for the season. Because I, what are you, you going to play for the playing game? You're going to play for the playing game? Fuck that shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're going to try to do. And at this rate, at game? this rate, they may, they might not even make the playing game. And uh, I think, because I, I don't think, the, I don't think the Trailblazers are coming back. And do you think the they're Kings not. are catching up? 
that's probably the only team that I would be like, you know what, fuck it. Let's just the, the, the Kings really want to make the playoffs. Let them make the playoffs. The Kings are still behind the the Trailblazers, and the Kings are actually trying. I feel like that tells you enough. Oh, the Trailblazers went full tank mode, and they're still above the Kings. They finally started like tanking appropriately when they sat down um, Nurkic. And then they're like, oh, this is the equation. Let's just not have a rim stopper. Because <laughs> yeah. then if you saw after they sat him, they lost like three games in a row by like 40 points. It was, yeah. like, it was bad, bad. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's interesting. It really is. Yeah. We'll see. What was the first quarter that they scored last night? Uh, they're bad. They're so fucking bad. It was 48 to 22 in the first quarter for the Suns. They beat the shit out of them, dude. It was bad. Yeah. And so you, you, think, you think that LeBron's cutting it out after the... After you said April first is what you had texted me, and like, I think at the end of the month he's done. I think that he's gonna be like, hey, this lo- this is a lost season. Fuck this shit. I'll come back next year. We'll we'll load up again, free agents, all the stuff. <laughs> we'll try again next year, reload, which is that's it. I don't, I don't think they have another choice. I don't know how else they. I don't, yeah, like this 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 season. This here's the thing. Even if they make the playoffs, this season is unsalvageable. It's just they're just terrible. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know whether Anthony Davis is coming back or not. Do you know what his his situation is? It doesn't seem like he's – you know what? I thought I saw tonight that maybe he might be coming back soon or, like, on Instagram today maybe. But still, even then, it's just like, man, like, how healthy is he? He hasn't played in a while. He's got to play back into shape. It's just not promising. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's no updates that I'm seeing here just as, like – they're like he'd be reevaluated in like another week or so. Yeah, I don't. So, I don't yeah. feel good about it at all. <laughs> like at all, at all. Yeah, I understand that. Well, let's move on over to, you know, you you had talked about back in the day when in Houston days when it was Russell Westbrook and James Harden. James Harden eventually also left uh, the Rockets, headed on over to the Nets, and then when he was like, I don't like this anymore, he went headed on over to the Sixers. Well, they finally played against each other. And what started off with a bunch of boos and a lot of heckling towards Ben Simmons ended with a bunch of boos towards the Philadelphia 76ers. And if after, let's be honest, after starting off 5-0 and uh, again for the Sixers, the Sixers are now 1-1 one one in their last two games. But James Harden has played like shit for two games straight. Uh, even this past game against the Magic, he was not good. So let's talk a little bit about the that Nets destroying the Sixers. How, what are we thinking? James Harden is. You didn't get to talk with me as much about James Harden being on the team. So let's hear your thoughts on the Sixers a little bit. And James Harden. Do you actually think this is a team that's going to be able to make a run, or James Harden going to do James Harden things? I I think like <clears throat> so. I have a couple points on this. Number one, um, we know who James Harden is come playoff time. Like we just know, right? So unless he proves otherwise, we know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um. Joel Embiid's going to be able to carry them a lot and has had some pretty good playoff runs over the last couple of years, even though he's, you know, been kind of hurt, like, you know, within the last couple of seasons kind of going into the playoffs, especially last year. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just another one of those examples of a game. Like, if you look at the games that they won after the trade, like, they beat the Knicks. They beat the T-Wolves. They beat the Cavs, who have been on a slide. They beat the Magic. Like, they, well, they beat the shit out of the Bulls, which wasn't great, but, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, not the Magic. The Heat. No, they lost to the they Heat. Be- sorry. No, they um, Beat the Bulls, beat the Magic yeah, yesterday. That's that's what I was thinking. They beat the Magic yesterday. Yeah. So, like, you know, not a lot of, like, really strong teams except for the Heat there. And, Who they you lost know, to. Yeah. I mean, granted, not 
obviously the Bulls also strong, but we have struggled against them all season. All yeah, because we, like, we don't we have any, absolutely we can't, destroyed. Nobody who can stop Joel Embiid, and that's including no. when if we were to have two very good players. Which sidebar, welcome back, uh, Alex Caruso, and great game, four steals, eleven points. Like, thank God. Yeah, you you end yeah. up, and that was you know it's very funny. It was the last game. It, the it was the first game that we have given up less than a hundred points. Since the last time Alice Caruso played a full game. Huh. Oh, you know what? I did hear that, actually. Yeah. I did hear that. That was the first game in a while, which is great. Like, it's it's good for us. But going back to the Sixers, I mean, they got fucking shellacked by by this, this Nets yeah. team. Here's the thing. And I, we talked about it a little bit during when, like, when the trade happened. The, the team lost a lot of depth when they made this trade. Like, giving up Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, for that matter... Like, they replaced Andre Drummond with DeAndre Jordan, who has been bad all season. Losing Seth Curry was a huge loss for them because they lost shooting, which they desperately needed, around guys like Harden and Embiid. And so, like, they're now relying on guys like Danny Green, who's, what, 36? 35? Yeah, he's in the tail end. He's not, he's not doing what he used to do back like in the Spurs or like when he was on the that one season with the Raptors, you know? Yeah, but and you don't want to lean, like, you don't want to have to lean on a guy who's 35. Like, yeah. that's just not a good place to be. And so, like, you know, y- you just get to a point where you see that depth. And that's always concerning when it comes down to playoff time because it's not like they're like dealing with any injury issues right now. They just don't really have much depth. So if one of those two are, I mean, James Harden played like shit against the Nets and like has been playing not great recently. He'll go through these spurts. He's seemingly been healthy since the trade happened. Um, It's funny to see how people were like, how quickly we change our opinions. It was just like five games. Like, yo, I'm telling you finals team. And then one ass whooping by the Nets. You're like, listen, man, the Nets are getting healthy at the right time. You know, (laughs) The Nets are getting healthy at the right time. What are you going to do, man? This is just, they're clearly the better team. We already knew that. So it's stupid. Whatever. These fucking. I mean, if I'm being honest, we're talking better team. Brooke Lopez comes back tonight. And I think the Bucks are a team that's very exciting. The whole time I thought that was the whole point of Serge Ibaka. There's like, let Bobby Porter be the starter and have Ibaka come off the bench. Which they were. I mean, they were, but not no more. Well, they don't need to anymore. Brooke Lopez is back, baby. Yeah, buddy. And now the strongest team in the East is probably the Bucks, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I don't disagree with you. I still think they're going to the finals. Yeah, I think it might be a Remax. Uh, Remax. Yep, it's going to be a Remax, <laughs> folks. That's it. That's the title. Buy houses. It's gonna we buy be houses. Remax, folks. Are <laughs> <laughs> buying houses? Oh man. Yeah, I think it might be a rematch between the Bucks and the Suns. Yeah, I think that end up might actually happening. Not like saying book it, but there is a chance. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree. I think that uh, those are the two best teams. But yeah, I mean, look, man, we will see what the Sixers team does come playoff time because they are just, I don't know, man, like they're, they're not deep and that hurts you in the playoffs. Like y- now I will say to give them some credit, like going into any series when you have James Harden and Joel Embiid to throw the ball to, like, yeah. You are far superior than most of your opponents, and they have um, pieces like Tyrese Maxey's good. Tobias Harris, if you know, there's some games that Tobias, Tobias Harris is Tobias Harris crashing, sucks. but he has been playing very poorly. Tobias, he's so bad. He's so uh, bad. He got that money and ran. Ooh, take the money. Yeah, yeah uh, he's, but yeah, uh, he's bad. He's bad. Um, yeah, uh, I, and I also like Matisse Thybulle. I think he's, I mean, you know, he's mainly defense. But he's but a, I think like, he's dude. A, I, I forget who I was talking to about this the other day. Oh, I was talking to a, a friend of the podcast, uh, Jay Alamo. And I was just like, 
So I was listening to Real Ones, the 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 Ringer podcast that uh, Rajah mm-hmm. Bell does, and he was talking about Matisse Thibault. He's like, I love that kid. Like he reminds me a lot of myself. Like dude's a really, really like probably the best defender in the league. This and that. And then his co-host was like, Yeah, but like he just doesn't do anything else. And Rajah's like, No, no, no. Like he can shoot the like he can he can at least stretch the floor a little bit. He shoot that corner three. Let me just pull up his stats. So he pulls up his stats and he goes, <sighs> and he goes, Let me tell you something, young man. You better get in the fucking gym and you better start putting up shots because, like, he's like, this is not going to do it. He's like, you want to get paid? You better start fucking shooting. You better start shooting consistently. Oh, so yeah. the shooting, thing with Matisse Thybul, uh, he's He shoots he's 28% from three right now this season. Yeah. Better than uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, let's see. What's Furkan Korkmaz Kirk- Kirk- up to? Actually, he's not doing much better. 29% from three. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Well, he's a career 35% shooter, though, so he's a little bit better usually, but not going very well right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, one of his nicknames is Goat Moz. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I, like not, that. I, I'm, I don't want to be that guy, but uh, your numbers ain't, 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 ain't adding up it's to It's not goat like, right dude. Now, my friend. It's not goat like. That's not very goat like of you. Um, but yeah, um, let's uh, flip it on that side. The Nets have actually been playing very well. And uh, recently, they have had some games in which they can play Kyrie Irving, uh, some of which they cannot recently. Uh, <laughs> can't believe i'm about to say this he showed up to watch uh first a college basketball game at the uh what's it called the barclay center and then was also at the front row maskless for the game of the knicks versus the nets was not allowed to play but was in fact allowed to sit and watch and then he went into the uh <laughs> he went into the locker room at halftime and it just been reported that the nets have been fined fifty thousand dollars for violating local New York City law and league health and safety protocols against the New York Knicks at Barclays Center for allowing Kyrie Irving to enter the team's locker room. Um, Jay, let's uh, talk a little bit about the the shit show. I'm so done with this. I'm so, so done stupid. with this. Let the guy play already. Just fucking, let's stop pretending like we give a fuck anymore. Just let the fucking guy play. The, he bought tickets and they let him go to the game. All these things. Oh, New York State, this and this. Like, and, you know, some places are requiring proof of vaccination still. Some people have lifted that. You know, the mask mandates are pretty much lifted everywhere now. But, like, stop this fucking game. Stop this shit. Okay? Let the fucking guy play. It's over. Like, stop pretending like we give a fuck. Okay, NBA? Like, it's enough. It's enough. Like, this whole fucking, this this whole bullshit, like, oh, like, we knowingly let him, it, like, if we're going to pretend like the NBA didn't know that he was going to the game, bullshit fucking bullshit yeah stop no, they just stop. it was all ridiculous just stop and just i think stop. that's the problem is like this in no way this in no way clears Kyrie of his own actions because truthfully based on the way that the state of new york works he technically not he he doesn't get to get fired because he doesn't work for the state of new york but like he's doing the same shit as all those people that did get fired for not doing it because their their jobs required it the nets were a hard stand saying he can't play they were playing like shit and realized that they needed to sell tickets, so they were like, he can play. But then because of the way that the state of New York works, he couldn't, but he could play any away game. It's like, we know, it's all for money. You guys don't give a fuck. Don't act like you do. Well, and at this point, like, let's just stop pretending, man. Let's stop pretending. And also, too, like, look, we're past this, okay? The dude, 
The dude knows his, he, he knows the risk that he's taking by not doing it. He's not gonna get the fucking vaccine, okay? There's gonna be other people that are still not taking the vaccine. Most of these states are lifting the fucking mandates anyways. Just fucking end it already. Just fucking let the guy play. It's a private business. It's a private entity. Just fucking go. Who gives a shit? And also, Nets, like, fucking pay the fine. Just fucking pay the fine. Honestly, pay the fine for the whole playoffs. Like, fucking stop. Fucking stop. I wonder if they'll do that. Nah, I doubt it. That's too much money. It's a lot after it's, the end of the season. It's a lot of money uh, for potentially not winning maybe winning but probably not winning man if that guy plays if they can get even 15 minutes a game out of ben simmons although there was reports today that he's not even close to playing one-on-one so i don't know yeah, that he's gonna play in the playoffs, but he, i don't know when he's coming in he's coming in for five minutes off the bench of good defense i'll be, I'll be interested he's, to see if he does gonna, play but even even without well-paid andre roberson uh yeah. in the, he's in there the uh, he's there bruce brown he's their taller bruce brown um <laughs> no i mean like look if he's healthy like they're I mean, we we already know they're a competitor. Like that's a real yeah, thing, no, especially no, now with Seth Curry and, and and Andre Drummond. Like they're they're much yeah, much he's more formidable. Literally surrounded by shooters. Like, well, not Andre. You said Andre Drummond. That I mean, we all know Andre Drummond. Oppos- opposite, oh, of shooter. Man, no. opposite of a shooter. Oh, wet. The man straight wet. Just what a stroke. Um. Yeah, but no. I'm just tired of this. I'm fucking tired of it. Like, look, man. Like most of these most of these states are 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 lifting the mandates anyway. Just fucking. Get on board, man. Just it's it's over. It's over. Stop this shit. Just stop it. It's over. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Stop. I mean, you're yeah. gonna keep hearing about it. They've already they've already started. No, because here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. Like the NBA, probably not now because the season's too far gone. But like next season, they're gonna do the same thing as the NFL. They're gonna waive all the COVID protocols. Yeah, they're not they're gonna, gonna do give it. A shit about anything. This, but it's not even about giving a shit, dude. Like we're done. It's like at this rate. The cases are so low. Just fucking, it's it's done. It's done. Fucking kill it. Just kill I have, it. I mean, the reason I'm just saying they, because like I just have no faith, and I'm just, I am truly, just truly pessimistic. I feel like everything's gonna go away, and then shit's just gonna start up again. I we, hope it doesn't. We but can't. truly, I have it's, no it's faith. Time, I got no time, faith. We've ruined it so many times. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. Um, but I understand. Nobody gives a shit. They're like, we got we got money to it's make not, and lives not, to live. That's the thing, though. It's just it's not about not giving a shit. It's about like let's stop pretending like. Like this is not March 2020. We're just not at March 2020. No, no, I I know we're nowhere near as bad as we were at one point. But like again, it's it's just pessimism out of me. But I don't care because I know like, but it, and the NBA like let's be honest, it's not the NBA isn't actually like being like oh we really got to worry about the the health like they they're worrying about the money. They're like okay, what's the bare minimum we can do? And they're realizing how much they can stretch it. So I think come playoff time, Kyrie Irving magically will be able to play every game. I don't. It's not. But I don't think it should be magically. That's my whole thing. It's just like let's just stop this shit already. Just fucking New York. Get your shit together. Get on board, man. Fucking. I mean, they just they have it, been the worst. The worst case, like multiple times. I think that's why they're not getting over it. I understand. I mean, you have to think like the the states that have had. Well, that's actually not true. Now I think about. It. I was gonna say something. I immediately re- realized it wasn't true. It don't matter, man. I don't even give a shit. Um, I think I think it's all all sides are stupid on this one. I think it's been handled poorly from moment one. Uh. And that's it. Let's talk about something. Else. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I should say because I don't think we have anything in the rundown. Is there any other like basketball else. news you want to talk about? Do you want to weigh in on the MVP since you get to talk about it last time? Yeah, um, Jokic might get it again at the sixth seed again. I think it might be Giannis. I, I think, think it still he's might the be Giannis. Dark, dark horse, quote unquote. But I, which think is crazy when you look at his stats, like how good he's been doing. I, I think, I think like 
Giannis putting up the numbers that he's putting up, if they can get like the two seed before the season's over, like, because Philly's starting, I mean, not starting to, but they've lost, you know, they lost not two games in a row, but like, they you know, they're, steam, they're, 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 yeah, they've say. lost, they've lost some steam. Joel Embiid's like, the thing is like, we know it's narrative based. It's narrative based. And like, mm-hmm. Jokic has been incredible all season, but like Giannis is starting to pick up steam right at the right time. And like, his numbers are just as good as they've been the last two times he won MVP. So like, yeah, I think there's a chance that he wins it. Um, I do think it should be Jokic still in there as well. Because I think it should be Jokic. Because that Jokic, what Jokic is doing, here's what I'll say: what Jokic is doing is is similar. Which is funny that we talked about him earlier in a very very different sentiment. It's similar to what Russell Westbrook was doing with that team after KD left, where he averaged triple double. Where like they were just a six seed, but like they literally wouldn't have been a six seed without him at that time. Um. He, however, even at that time, was detrimental to winning. Like, he was just a stat stuffer. Yeah. Nikola Jokic is not a stat stuffer. He is literally the only thing that is keeping that team relevant. Like, yes. without him, they are a bad team. Yeah, but he is so damn him. good. He's so damn good. And, like, I don't think you I don't think you can penalize that guy. And I've gone back and forth on, like, Joel Embiid and some other guys. But, like, I don't think you penalize that guy just because his team is six. Like, if he's not on that team, that team is likely probably like where the Lakers are right now, maybe like as good as they're probably as good as the Pelicans. At best. I was say, they're probably like 10, 11 there. Maybe they're like, they're, they're closer I, to Portland. You know at that what? Point. You know what I'm going to say this, the, because he's also on this team, this team without, without uh Jokic becomes like switch Jokic with, with uh, Vucevic. And this is the magic when it was Gordon and Vucevic back then, where it's like, this team's not, it's like, you got two guys can, can score and nothing else. Yep. That's just because of injuries. Murray and Porter Jr. I think might be coming back. I don't know. hundred percent. They keep saying they. It, I think it, Murray's so more likely vague. to come back. Yeah. Porter's a Porter's a tough one though, man, because that back injury, dude. Like you don't want to bring him back yeah. too too soon, especially if you don't have a chance to win this year. But it uh, it, it sure seems it sure. Se- I mean, reports have been that they're both potentially going to make it back for the playoffs, which would be great for that team. Pretty cool. It makes the the West a little bit more competitive. But they're neither one of them has played this year, so like you know what you what are you getting like. 60% of 60% of both of them like yeah which is fine which is a fine which player which is kind of the same sort of situation with like if Ben Simmons ends up coming back cause like how much of him are you getting back they, they're they both in that so, sort of boat where I mean at least at least with Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray you're like I'm assuming you can still shoot right like you can hit those shots yeah, I mean it's it's he's been out for a year like yeah he hasn't played in a year so it, it'll be interesting um if you had to, if you were a betting man right now, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, who are the two teams in the play-in that you're going to say are 100% are going to make it into the playoffs? The two teams for each conference? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the East... And it, where do they finish? I think for East, it ends up being... Uh, I think it's going to be Toronto... No, Brooklyn 7th, Toronto 8th. Um, because that game that they would play would be an away game, a.k.a. Kyrie can play, so the Nets will probably win that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the eighth place, I think I'm, I think I have end up at Atlanta pulling it out and end up going past Toronto. Uh, for oh, the eighth, no. no. Do you think Atlanta's not going to do it? I just, I truly just think like one game. I don't think Trae Atlanta's Young. making the playoffs this year. Yeah. I think they're bad. I, th- I do agree they that like Trae Young's the kind of Trae Young's the kind of guy who can put up a forty-five point game and just in a one-game elimination yeah. and just drag them to the spot. I actually think that Cleveland's going to drop down into the playing game. Oh really? They're what are they? They're, they're on a two game, game losing streak right now. Meanwhile, Brooklyn Toronto. and Toronto are both on three game win streaks. Toronto had a good weekend, um, and that was without Fred Van Fleet. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I mean, 
I think Cleveland's going to drop into the playing game. I really do. I think they still they make might. it in the playoffs with Brooklyn. Um, I think Brooklyn probably gets the, the – actually, no. I think Brooklyn actually go, jumps up to the sixth spot, which would be terrible for the Bucks. Um, or us potentially if yeah, we get that three spot. I I think I think that the current standings as they as they as they're currently laid out is exactly how it's going to finish. But I do think that Cleveland's going to be in the play-in tournament. Interesting. And I think and Brooklyn's going to make it up to that six spot. And then for the West, I got just I got exactly what it is now: Minnesota seven, Clippers eight. I mean, the Lakers are just too far back. And that being yet. said, that being said, that being said, I talked all this shit. LeBron James could drag anybody through. A hundred percent. And I'm going to say this right now. If he doesn't, this is, I know what I said earlier about him sitting it out April 1st. It's still quite possible. Um, I mean, shit, the the Blazers are only three games back of them. Um, It's still possible. What I'll say is, assuming LeBron doesn't sit out, even though I still think there's a possibility, if he doesn't sit out, they're going to make the playoffs. Because he will win, he will will them. Like if they have to play, he's gonna beat. He will will them to two wins. He will will so them. You to think two he'll wins. finally get his first win against the Clippers in order to get himself into the playoffs? I think what happens is or he the beats, Clippers, They beat the shit out of. They beat the shit out of the Pelicans. The Pelicans who have beat the shit out of them the last two times they played them. Yeah, but it's not playoff time, man. Playoff it's LeBron. Time. Like he's been, and he recently has been putting up two. Like he put up two fifty burgers recently, like in pretty short order. Um, oh, he also got his 10,000th assist last night. Saw that. Kudos. Fucking incredible, man. Um, I think the Lakers make the playoffs. I think it's uh, Timberwolves and Lakers. That's my guess. Timberwolves and Lakers? Okay. Yeah, because the Clippers are kind of, they're just like limping in. Like, yeah. I mean, they don't have anybody. They don't have anybody. No, they got nobody. And that, and let's be honest, the playoff time would be the point in time where your superstar would drag you through, a.k.a. LeBron yeah. James. Well, yeah, and like you know, Maybe freaking Anthony Davis if he comes in, I don't know. Possibly, right? And the timing is the timing is also important on that. But like you know, the Clippers don't really have anybody. They're they're kind of limping into the playoffs. Uh, I mean, their best hey, players, Co- arguably, like Kawhi and Paul George, aren't coming back. Their best no. players, uh, Ray Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Like that's not promising um, for a playoff run. I think they probably lose. I do like Minnesota though, so I think I'm going to go Minnesota Lakers. Lakers in the. I'm going to say Lakers in the eighth, in the seventh spot. No, it's the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're now called the Los Angeles Lakers. They used to be the Minnesota Lakers. No, I, I, I was saying, yeah, <laughs> very nice. Very, ha, 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 ha. Um, but yes, I think, I think that the, I think the Lakers finish seven. I think Minnesota finishes eight. That's my, that's my take. I can see that. No, wait, Minnesota eight? No, Minnesota yeah. be seven. No. Not possible. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. You, so you're thinking the Lakers are going to catch up and get no. the eighth spot? Based on the playing tournament, those last two spots are switchable. No. Yes, they are. No. So if it's seven versus eight, so in order for Minnesota to get the eight seed, they would have to lose to the Clippers and then win the next game, which would be against the Lakers. Yeah. Wait, is it seven versus? Eight? It's not it's, seven versus. It's oh, seven versus right. eight and nine you're versus right. ten. The winner of seven versus eight gets seventh place, and the you're loser right. of seven versus right. eight. You're right. Second chance for eighth place. You're right. I take it. I take it back. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So, so then it's gonna be, to be yeah. Then it's Timberwolves seven. Then I'll say Lakers eight. Ooh, Timberwolves Grizzlies would be a fun first round. Yeah, I I got John, Grizzlies all John, day. I, I mean, John ja Morant will be running circles around Yo, destroy Russell and them. then destroy them. all over. Cat, uh, because I mean, I like Cat, but Cat is not a. He's not strong down low. No, and Jaron Jackson and Stephen Adams are going to give him problems. Oh yeah, for sure. He's not going to be able to. He can't push either one of them around. Um, All right. Yeah, I think we've actually 
And a good amount of talking here. It was pretty nice. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't know if there's anything else at this point. We got to talk a little MVP there. We got to do a little bit of predictions. Oh, you no. know what we can talk about real quick? The fact that Tyler Hero is definitely going to be the sixth man of the year. Probably. Well, yeah. he's been fucking I think awards right now are probably... I'm going to go Jokic MVP. I'm going to go... Oh, man. I really want to say Scotty Barnes, but I think it's going to be Eddie, Evan Mobley as rookie of the year. Mobley gets rookie. Because um, Scotty Barnes has been great this year. I think Scotty... Yes. He was hot Scotty's probably number two. But I think Mobley's been so Most consistent, consistent like throughout the season. In time. Yeah. And then Kate Cunningham will probably get third because he yep. like did a great job second half. Yep. And then probably like Franz at fourth. Franz um, and then, uh, Josh Giddy five. Because uh, he's also... Oh. Giddy's been good all season. But yeah. But he, he yeah. hasn't been like crazy like eye-popping at any point. No. And the stats aren't super sexy. Mm. Um, and then I'm going to say, yeah, six man's going to be Tyler Hero. Defensive player of the year... Man, give it to Draymond just because of the games he hasn't played. No, it's it's it. I mean, he's definitely made an impact. I'm actually gonna say, I'm gonna say Dark Horse, Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh. He's been really good on the defense. Like he's really like the linchpin of that Memphis defense. I'm gonna say Dark Horse, but if not, give me Giannis. Yeah, I can see Giannis winning it again. He's been playing. I, I think he could well because them them not having Brook Lopez while also still being a relevant defense. I think Giannis probably potentially pulls that out this year. Um, and then yeah, who you got for coach of the year? Uh, I mean, I wanted to give it to Billy Donovan for such a long time, but the Bulls have slipped a little bit. Uh, maybe Taylor Jenkins for the Grizzlies. There's you kind of have right to, now. right? Yeah, you kind of have to. Had the Bulls kept one on and been like one two, you give it to Billy Donovan because this is it's a brand new team that stays at high. And the Grizzlies, though, and the Grizzlies made the playoffs last year. Yeah, and I, I think the the Grizzlies are the youngest or second youngest team in the league. Definitely the youngest. They're yeah. the youngest. I also didn't realize this until recently that the Bulls are the seventh youngest, and they used to be six until they got Tristan Thompson. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, damn, I forget how young all the Bulls players are. Yeah. Because there's, like, a couple of older guys. Yeah, it's an interesting case, right? Because, like, there's there's some other people that you could throw in the in the mix, too. Uh, you know, the coach from Minnesota, whose name I always fucking forget. Oh, I, um, I mean, Spolster can be in there. It's Chris Finch. Bickerstaff. Uh, Bickerstaff, like, yeah. with Cleveland. Like, that's another name you could throw out there. But I, I think, ultimately, yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think you got to give it to Taylor Jenkins. Yeah, Taylor Jenkins out of, out of Memphis seems like the, the right choice. Just... That that team has been very good, and also who would have thunk when we were like, eh, what did, what what big of a difference is Stephen Adams going to make on that team? And like he kind of has, like I know it's he's been like he is a role player, he does but the like, dirty work. He, he does, does the, the dirty, dirty work. work very well, so all of those young players can just shine. Yeah, and exactly. it goes very well for him. Um, yeah, I think I think that might be everything then. That's all I got. Okay, let's do some plugs. You can follow me at J underscore Keyless on Instagram. You can follow me at Nikki Palooza. And you can follow Pod at NBA Pod. And if you're on TikTok, you can follow at Valley Ghostbusters. All right. Well, for Tad, who's not here, but you know, next week, come on back. Tad, for Jay, who's finally back. And for Nikki, who's been here the whole time. Uh, <laughs> this has been NBA. Thank you so much. And enjoy the rest of your